it's not actually a simple thing. I think a lot of people think a brand might be your colors or your logo. But to me, a brand is a very, very in-depth set of values, of promises, of messages that everyone in your business understands and everyone outside of your business understands, but in different ways. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined by my lovely co-host, as usual on Thursdays, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well, Sam. How are you? I'm doing very well. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're not going to do just a one-off standalone episode, are we? No, we're going to mix it up this time. We've been talking a lot about planning over the last few weeks, planning for 2021, re-looking at what we've been doing during 2020 amidst a otherwise very difficult year. And we thought we'd string a couple of episodes together on some of the things that we've been looking at in our own businesses that hopefully you guys, as our listeners, get some real value from as you do the same thing. Absolutely. So essentially where this series is all around building, growing and scaling your business. There's a lot of different working parts to this, I guess, a lot of cogs to get happening. And we're not going to be talking about tips and tactics. We're going to be talking about getting right down into the weeds and the things that need to happen that we layer our tips and tactics on top of. Yeah. I thought the interesting thing is, Sam, we both you know, we've been, as we've been talking about this planning stuff, we've both arrived at almost the same place at the same time, but independently of each other. Absolutely. Because right? I know you've been doing, we're going to talk about your brand and your brand promise today. I know you've been doing a massive amount of work looking at the Samantha Riley brand mm-hmm. and everything that in, entails. Yes. And you've got, you know, new logo and text and, you know, new websites and all this sort of stuff being rolled out soon ish Uh and i've been doing the same thing actually coming back and looking at my brand and under trying to understand what my brand promise is because the the guess the gap that i was seeing in my business was around i guess consistency of the product i was fine i found myself customizing my solution too much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for my clients and probably undercutting my value in that customization Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying customization is bad, but rolling back from that saying, well, why am I doing that? 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 And actually arrived back at, well, what is my brand and what is my brand promise? Yes. And that's what, where we've decided to start today. Like what, essentially, what is a brand and how does that, you know, how is that the critical foundation of your brand? Because I know for myself, going and doing this whole branding exercise in the background, for me, has been so challenging, so challenging to really get in and ask, answer the questions that I ask my clients. And this is the interesting part. It's something that I find so easy to do for other people. Yet I found it really challenging to do it for myself. And I know that I'm not the only person that has this challenge, but how is unpacking, you know, what we're talking about being for you as well? 
Look, it's been really interesting. And the thing, you know, I think that the thing, two things that struck me when I was sort of looking at it was the product of stuff I talked about before, but I was also looking at how do I manage my day-to-day work with my team? And I came across a really cool resource that sort of said, you know, challenged me to think about, you know, if I'm doing quarterly performance reviews with my team, I don't, Sam, I know you've got an ad out right now for team member number 12, which Mm -hmm. is a a massive achievement. I've got five on my team now and was looking at how can I not just, I guess, from an operational perspective, like, you know, did you do ABC this today or did you do this much this quarter, but kind of getting those really values driven and that brand promise. Did we deliver our brand promise to our, to our customers? And sort of the more I drilled down that and go, okay, what is that on a monthly basis? What's that on a weekly basis? What's that on a daily basis? Just kept bringing me back to this point about what's this brand I have and what's this brand promise. And as a result of that, are we attracting the right clients into our business in the first place? Absolutely. And I think that exactly what you were talking about, people think about things in silos. So they think about team or they think about, you know, marketing or whatever it is, systems and processes, but it is actually coming right back to what is your brand before you can even get to those things. Because when you understand your brand and what we're going to talk about today, that then filters into all of the other parts of your business. Let's, let's go. Let's go with this before we drill too much further down to this. A lot of this is brand, brand thing is a term that gets thrown around in mm-hmm. business and in marketing quite a lot, the importance of this brand. What do you reckon it actually is? If you had to articulate this in a sentence or two, what is a brand? Now, I have not just Googled this and I have not looked it up, but the way that I would say a brand or the way that I would describe a brand is your brand is how other people think of you. It's how does your brand visually, how does it, you know, auditory in a kinesthetic way, how does it all come together? What do people think about you, say about you so that they can understand what your business or who it's for, what it does. So it's it's not actually a simple thing. I think a lot of people think a brand might be your colors or your logo, but to me, a brand is a very, very in-depth, I guess, set of values, of promises, of messages that everyone in your business understands and everyone outside of your business understands, but in different ways. Yeah, I think you've missed one important one there, Sam, for me anyway. Yeah. And that is the emotion that it generates. Mm-hmm. That's the customer. kinesthetic. Yeah. So yeah. What, do they, what do they feel? What, what are this collective? You're right, but it is that collective of every experience that someone is going to have with you. And this is why we've talked in the past about making sure that it's really important that everything is consistent. Mm-hmm. That you mm-hmm. use the same imagery, the same messaging, the same font, uh, the same language, uh, the same emotive triggers across all of your channels right? that when someone comes across it, they, they get a sense of who you are and what, what you represent. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So I will ask you a question back, Tim. Why do you think it's really important for someone to have a consistent brand? Well, it's those things that we just mentioned there. But I think the other thing there is, is that consistency builds trust. Mm-hmm. And if we get that right, right, we talk often is this no like trust thing. Mm-hmm. If we're inconsistent, it undermines trust. 
Yeah. If we're inconsistent, it undermines someone's ability to get to know who you are. Now, it might be fantastic in a poker game where you might want to throw someone off and give someone the wrong tells, but in a business context, that's not a good thing. Yeah. And I just want to unpack that trust ever so slightly. A lot of people think, but I'm a trustworthy person, I'm honest. That to me is not the trust that we're talking about here. What we're talking about is the trust that someone has that you can deliver the solution to their problem. Hmm. So they might trust that if you're on your last breath that you will give them, you know, mouth to mouth or CPR or whatever it is. We're not talking about that. Does that person trust that you can deliver the solution to the problem that they have? Yeah, yeah. And fix it in a way they want it fixed, honestly. Mm -hmm. That one gets a bit tricky, but... (laughs) (laughs) But... Let me ask you this. You've just redone yours. I've been doing this work as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Why now? Why is that important for you to kind of revisit now? I wanted to get deeper. I think that as business owners, we always need to be getting deeper and learning more about what we are. And for me, it was getting even more clarity than I had. What do we really stand for? Who do we really want to work with? What's, you know, going back and revisiting our vision and mission because I had a brand, but, you know, revisiting it to get more clarity so that there's exactly like you said, more cohesive visual brand so that people can recognize it. But also because we are growing our team, for me, it was actually part of that. So even though there's a visual part of our brand being rolled out, the strategy that happened behind the scenes has been really, really good in bringing our team on board to help understand what our vision is. How are we all coming together to, as a team, to deliver that to our clients? And just for, for Sam's clients, be reassured, it's still Samantha Riley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. And like mine's still with more clients. But we've just kind of, you, you're right, it's, we've just gone that deeper layer about what does this actually mean and who is this client that I want to attract and what is the promise that I'm going to deliver to them as a result of them engaging with Exactly. And that goes into everything. It goes into how your team operate. It goes into the products you sell and goes through the experience that people have with your business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right throughout their customer life cycle. And something that we're going to be talking about specifically on another episode, how we recruit new team members, because I've realized in the last six months how critical it is to have a great brand and a great brand promise to be able to bring in the right team members. But uh, that's not today's topic. Yeah, we're going to cover that one a bit more. But I know you said that you actually put that right up front, even before you get to what the job description is in your job ads, don't you? It is in my job ads. It is my brand promise, the person I'm looking for, the person that needs to fit into our team. This is who you are and this is who you're not before I even unpack what the job is. Well, it's funny <laughs> when we did that, we actually break that down and we're like, oh my God, I do do that, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is this critical foundation. I think the interesting thing about this is always important but never critical. Mm-hmm. And it's worth putting some effort into it at some point because this is the core foundation mm-hmm. of everything else that builds on top of it. Yeah, absolutely. We do have this tendency in business, I think, to silo everything. You know, we, yes. we silo our Facebook strategy from our, our CRM strategy, from our product strategy to, you know, everything else as well. But if we look at all in context of this brand, a bit like when we write copy to a particular avatar, right? If you've got your avatar up on your computer screen as you write the copy, you'll go, oh, okay, this makes sense now. I'm writing to a person and that person's name is John and I know who John is. It's almost the same thing as if we get this brand promise, right? That vision, missions and values 
And then we kind of build everything in context of that. We actually get a much better outcome, don't we? Absolutely. Let's talk about what like the strategy of unpacking a brand before we even start to look at the visuals and i think that the very first thing that people need to look at is and you've mentioned it quite a few times already tim is what is that brand promise because when we know what the brand promise is it makes it a little bit easier it's only the first part but it makes it a little bit easier to understand like essentially why are we here and do what we do mm. how important you got and this is an area that we both struggle with, right? Articulating our own vision and mission. Oh, do you know how many, it took me over a week of sitting down every day with this document and going back over it and over it. And I'll tell you why is because we've got this thing called the reticular activating system where we see the same things all the time. It's the way that we're wired. If you go to buy a, a red car or you want to buy a red car, all of a sudden you see how many red cars there are on the road. We're wired to notice things that are similar. And I think that when we're starting to unpack this, we need to get past that point. Because what we do is as we're unpacking it, we just go with, well, this is what we've always said, or this is what we've always done. So to get through and to push through those barriers to get through to the next level is really, really tricky. And I 100% don't think that this is something that you can do on your own. You do need other people asking questions and you do need someone else to help unpack it with you because otherwise all you're doing is seeing the same thing. You're just going in this perpetual cycle of sameness. Yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree with that. This is something that I've been thinking about lots lately and it kind of dawned on me that I kind of wasn't living my brand promise. I was only delivering a very small part of that brand promise mm, mm. to my customers. That never felt quite right for me. Yes. And that was a kind of big sort of wake up call to go, okay, maybe I'm kind of haven't quite got this right in my own business. And again, because we keep seeing the same thing, because we do the same stuff over and over and over again, you know, that lack of perspective, you know, is really very difficult. Yeah. Let's yep. talk quickly. Vision, mission difference yes i think this is different for everyone of how they see vision and mission and it's something for a little while i didn't think too much about because i thought it was something for corporates so essentially once i knew what my purpose was for me vision is what do i want my business to look like in the future and the mission is how am i or what am i doing to create that now that's my version of it. I'm not saying that is the be all and end all version. That's just the way that I unpack it. But I know that you had a different, a little. I, I, I had a sort of contrary, a slightly contrarian view. Vision's absolutely right. This is what does my business look like in the future? What do my clients' you know, lives look like as a future, as a result of working with me? I did wonder whether mission, you know, and I, I agree, textbook definition says, what am I doing right now to create that vision? But I did wonder whether the mission was the why I want to have that in the future. So for me, that comes before the vision and the mission and it's the brand purpose. And it's actually something that I just realized that we actually did miss talking about. We were talking about the brand promise, but didn't mention the brand purpose. So for me, the brand purpose is first. So why are we doing it? What is the one thing that we're doing that makes us get out of bed? And then Mm. from there, I create my vision and mission. So for me, the brand purpose of our company is to empower people to do the work that they're intensely and insanely passionate about and lights them up. And once that we understand that that's what the purpose is, then we can start to unpack the vision and the mission. And, the, you know, the vision is, you know, creating what we're creating and the mission is this is what we're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's take that one step further down. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your core audience. Yes. Because I think, again, when we write the copy for our website, we write the copy for our job ads, when we write the copy for our Facebook page and you know our posts and everything, and we've got that brand purpose, that vision, that mission, all of a sudden it starts to actually connect in and really start to appeal to the right person, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you know, I think that this is something that is very difficult when you're first starting out in business because we talk about niching and not being everything to anyone, everyone. But I think that when essentially when you do first start out in business, even if you pick a niche or a niche, depending where you are in the world, that it's not until you get into doing the work that you're able to focus that and pare it down even more. I know that this just isn't my story. I know it's a story for most of my clients. It's, you know, they start working in their niche and then realize this is my like really unique, you know, sweet spot. And it's until then that we can really get clear on who the ideal client is or the ideal audience. Attract the right people, what problem we can solve. I think that's about it we want to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So if you understand your niche, but you don't understand your ideal audience, what are some of the symptoms that happen in our business? Let's talk about that because someone might be listening to this and going, I don't know if this is me. Yeah. It's just not going to quite work, to be honest. I think, I think that's the nutshell. It just doesn't quite fit who you yeah. are. Right? Yeah. You'll find that you, you know, have these, the values mismatch with the people that you're attracting. You can go and change all the tactical stuff that you want, right? You can change, suddenly switch from Facebook to LinkedIn and write more ads or less ads or whatever. And to be honest, it's still not going to work because we mm. haven't got that core Right. And that's why we talked, you know, this is a critical foundation. Absolutely. It's a feeling that's wrong. It feels It's really feeling. It doesn't feel quite right for you as the owner. And the risk, obviously, if you continue down this path is you'll suddenly start to hate your business. Yeah. I heard someone say to me the other day, who's in this authority space as well, that she needed to fall in love with her business again. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was the sort of key indicator that, Hang on, it's time to go back and yeah, I want to come back and revisit this and say, okay, have I got this bit right? Because if you don't love it, this is where the the problem probably lies. Yeah. So some of the symptoms might look or feel like I'm not getting paid the amount that, you know, I feel like I'm being undervalued. I'm not being paid enough. It could feel like, it could feel like you're not really enjoying doing your coaching or your delivery of your service, it could feel like... could feel like cringing more often than not when someone calls you. Mm -hmm. Not wanting to pick up the phone, not wanting to answer emails. A lot of these are symptoms that are shining a light on the fact that you need to go back and have a look at who your ideal audience is. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about when you do get it right. I think that, I think you enjoy it. You come out, I'm not talking to a lot of people who hate getting out of bed on a Monday. And I think, again, this is whether you're in love with your business or not, whether it feels like work, feels like effort. Absolutely. Well, considering we record this very early on a Monday morning, (laughs) that's actually a really good... Whether you feel like, yes, I want to be in here, this space, I want to do this, whether you sort of get to the end of the day and you feel completely drained or you still feel energised and invigorated Mm -hmm. from what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Whether you're breaking through those 
you know, glass ceilings that you tend to find yourself hitting. We've talked about those before that, you know, that five, six K, the 10 K that, you know, the 25 K the 25 to 30 K, whether you can break through those effortlessly or whether you find yourself just bouncing off them on a regular basis, you know, mm. getting to that point and then dropping back. I think these, if you get this bit right, you'll find yourself moving through those more effortlessly. Here's what else I found out from having Aaron attracting an ideal client is that essentially they will pay you more and they will actually get the results faster than a client that's not an ideal client. They will get in and they'll do the work. And I find that when I'm 100% with my ideal client, they will get results a lot faster. You like working with them as well, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, they're the people that you get excited about. Yeah, we don't go into this to suddenly go, oh, my God, I've got to deal with you again. And, you know, you're not getting the results and, you know, you're frustrated and I'm frustrated. Absolutely. So if you get it right, we get those right people in our world. Absolutely. And then, and alternatively, no, and alongside that, you understand the problems that they got. So it makes it very easy to put together your services. It makes it very easy to put together your marketing. It makes it very easy to understand how to best serve those people because you know their fears, you know what's frustrating them, you know their desires, you know what it is that they want right now. So knowing that makes it very easy to pull together everything else. Yep. Okay, let's quickly recap, Sam. We've talked a little about brand purpose, brand values, brand promise as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. today what your vision and mission is of course if you don't get it right one of the challenges there and when you need potentially to come back and revisit and of course what happens if you do get this right it is something that you should constantly revisit absolutely and i thoroughly suggest sitting down and answering these the specific questions that we've talked about i will put them up in the show notes as well so that you can go and have a look but i thoroughly recommend going and uh, having a recap especially before the new year it just gives you a fresh perspective of what it is that you're doing going into the new year. It's probably even worth taking a few days off and then coming back and taking a look at it. 100%. Do this, you know, take a little break for Christmas if you're taking one, a couple of days off, and then come back and just first thing you do before you get back into stuff, just go, am I on track? Is, Is my brand delivering not just for my customers but for you as well? Absolutely, absolutely. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with the other thought leaders and business owners in your network. And we would love you to go to your favorite podcast platform and give us a rating and a written review. We'd love to give you a shout out in another episode. Sure, cool, Sam. Great to see you again. Looking forward to sort of breaking this down further as we as we go into what does this mean in practice? We're going to talk about a little bit about recruitment, a bit about team management, team performance, and tying that into your brand promise as well. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Ciao. Thank you for joining us today. We truly respect your time, so we hope this was valuable to you. If you're a new listener, thank you for checking out the show and don't forget to connect with me by heading over to samanthariley.global forward slash connect. And you can connect with Tim at winmorclients.com.au forward slash connect. Be sure to contact us and share any feedback questions or topics you have too.